Welcome to Self-Talk with Dr. Ray Self, the place where you can get real answers to tough questions. Jesus promised you abundant life, but poor choices and dark forces stand in your way. It is time to learn how to overcome the obstacles that keep you out of your promised land. Knowledge of God will pave the path for you to walk in His blessing. Hello, welcome to Self Talk. I'm Dr. Ray Self. Very glad you're with me today. I want to talk about a topic that I've always had a passion for in my ministry and in my walk. You know, you've heard the stories of the purpose driven life, and you know, God's got a plan for you before you're in your mama's womb. He knew you. And I know you've heard this so many times, but you know, when you think about it in our life, everybody's looking for peace, happiness, satisfaction. We spend most of our life trying to achieve something. We set goals that we think will make us feel happy and peaceful when we get to these goals. And then we make that we get to these goals. Could be a financial goal. It could be a, a career path. And we get there and we still have that empty feeling. It's a, it's, I call it the feeling of, of never enough. And so it reminds me, um, I was a businessman, a corporate man for uh, many years. I actually owned six different companies and was pretty successful at it, but was never quite happy at it. But when I worked in business, I had this thing where I kept thinking, I've just got to grow the company. We've got to get more profit. We, we've got to make We've got to get a bigger office. I need to, to sell more products. I need a better advertising campaign. I need to see this company increase, and, and I need to see our profits grow. I mean, what's the purpose of all? What were we trying to achieve? When would you ever find peace or satisfaction? When would it ever be enough? And the truth is, it's never enough. No matter how big your company was, if it was small or large or whatever, corporations are in this trap. It's never enough. You must always increase your profits. You must always increase your, your growth. You must always uh, get more and more and more and more and more. And it's like we're looking for something. We're, we're trying to achieve something that's, that's not there. But we, we think it's there, so we, we work our whole lives trying to get to this place where, aha, I finally made it. Now I can just relax and go fishing every day or play golf every day. But see, it doesn't work like that because there's never enough. When I was in business, I kept thinking, well, I can open up more branches. I can hire more people. Um, I, my company will become more famous. I'll become better known. And I, I would, you know, I was trying to, like corporate America, you have to increase your bottom line, increase your profit year after year after year. What's the point of it? What are you trying to achieve? More money, more money, more money, more money, more money, more prestige, more prestige. What's the purpose of it? What are you trying to do? Where, where are you trying to reach? Apparently, there's some form of satisfaction or some form of self-fulfillment that comes through this, but it's not there. It's empty. It's empty. And now, listen to me. If you're hearing my voice, I live this life trying to find that, that satisfaction, that, that peace, that contentment. I thought just like millions of businessmen and women around the world think, I will find it when my 
Bottom line is enough. I will find it when I'm CEO. I will find it when I make my first million dollars. I'll find it when I make my second million dollars. If I can become a billionaire, then I will really find that peace. And then I will have arrived. We're always trying to arrive, but it never works. It never works. That's why the people that are trying to achieve they, they never stop striving. To the day they die, they're working and working and working and working and working. For what? What are they trying to achieve? There's, it's, it's, it's all, you know, I sound like a, an Ecclesiastes, you know, it's, it's all futile under the sun. But the truth is, there is peace. There is satisfaction. There is contentment for you. Now, listen, I, I have no opposition to money and profit and all that kind of stuff. You know, money can, is is good things. I mean, you can, you can eat when you have money. You can have clothes to wear when you have money. Money buys you things. I learned for years, though, many years ago, I learned that I always thought things would make me happy. That's one of the biggest lies on the planet. Things don't make you happy. Things are things. Things are fun, but they don't bring you happiness. Uh, some of you heard my story. I, I love boats. So uh, my first boat was a 16-foot boat. I thought, that would that would be the cat's meow. I played on that boat for a while. Then I thought, well, maybe a 19-foot boat would be more fun and better. So I got me, a few years later, I got me a 19-foot boat. Then I thought, well, that's not quite enough. What about a 21-footer? So I sold the 19-footer got me a 21-footer thinking, ah, and actually that really was a fun boat. But I thought, well, you know, maybe I need a 26-footer. Got me a 26-footer. This is all true. I actually did this sort of stuff. And finally ended up with a 35-footer. And I uh, had it parked up at the lake and uh, at a dock, paying dock fees and all kinds of expenses and stuff. I thought, you know, that's just too much. So I need to downsize. Uh, I downsized back to a 19-footer. In other words, what was I looking for, folks? What was I trying to find? I was in the trap of never enough. I was in that trap of trying to find my happiness, trying to find my peace. I, I remember when my son was young, um, he wanted a, what was it, a PlayStation 2. I don't know if you remember years ago when a PlayStation 2 came out. He thought that would be the greatest thing if he could only have a PlayStation 2. I think he was like 13 years old. I literally, back before Amazon and all these other things, the internet, I literally went to Walmart and stood in line at 5 o'clock in the morning waiting for Walmart to open so I could run and get my son a PlayStation 2 for Christmas, thinking this is going to be the greatest thing he ever had, and it would make my son so happy. Yeah, he was happy for a couple of weeks till he got bored with it. That's the way life is with us. But this is what the point of this show is. You can find peace. You can find happiness. You can find contentment. It's there for you. I know, you know, we're just so wired in America. It's money, 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 money. You got to make that money. You got to work. You got to get the promotion. You got to make sure you got your retirement. You got to make sure that you're going to have enough money to retire on. It's all about money, but you're not happy. You don't really have peace. You don't really have that contentment. And the reason is, it's because of who you are. It's because of your DNA. It's because of the reason you were created. Because in reality, the way we are created, we were created for something to do something. 
for a reason to do something, okay? When we are in this reason, doing the thing we we're created to do, that's when we become alive, and that's when we feel good, and that's when we finally have our peace. Why? Because that's what God created in us. Now, God's going to allow us to strive for money and strive for position and strive for fame and all that kind of stuff, but it's all shallow. It doesn't bring you contentment. I had it. I had these companies. I had my Cadillac. I had my sports car. I had my big boat, and I kept thinking, well, I got it, and I still feel the same way. And so I got more. I still felt the same way. I was working and working and working, trying to find it. Something was missing. I didn't know what it was. So it had to be I needed to open up another company, right? So I needed to work for myself, quit, quit, quit working for a, a, a large corporation and form my, my own company. See, I thought that would do it. Start my own company. I started six different companies. But see, I was always a square peg and a round hole. To I found and I discovered and God intervened in my life in a very kind of a harsh way, but a good way, intervened and helped me find my purpose. I was called into the ministry, folks. I'm a minister of the gospel. I'm a teacher. And I'm a preacher. This is what I am called to do. And I kind of backed into it. But when I discovered it, all of a sudden I came alive. I felt, wow, this is me. This is who I am. Whoa, what took me so long? I was 45 years old when I discovered it. Maybe that's why I have this passion about this show. I don't want you to go through what I went through, to waste those years. Now, not that, now, God doesn't waste anything, if you know what I'm saying. All things work for good for those who love the Lord, called according to his purpose. But it is critical. If you want to be happy, if you want to have peace, if you want to be content, you have to be in your promised land. Now, your promised land is this place. God's called you to be doing the thing God created you to do. Until you get there and do that, you're not going to be content. And listening to me, if you're listening to me, God will help you. It's never, ever, ever too late. Ask Moses, ask Abraham. It's not too late. So this show, I mentioned three phases, three steps, three periods, three things you got to go through to get to this place of contentment and peace. Are you ready? Here we go. The three things. The first thing, you got to find it. You got to find this thing you're supposed to do. I saw a, a lady on uh, YouTube or somewhere talking just recently about uh, sampling things, that we should be samplers. We, we, we need to try different things. And at first it sounded kind of ridiculous. And then I thought about it. I said, you know what? She, she's, she's got a good idea there. You see, Sometimes we really don't know what floats our boat, what we're created to do, until we try different things. You know, what makes you happy? Because, see, when you're doing the thing you're created to do, all of a sudden, it, it feels good. It feels right. It feels like you. It's me. It, it, I'm alive. I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I sound like the Frankenstein movie. I'm alive. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> Just kidding. He, <laughs> it's like... I crack myself up sometimes. My wife says I laugh at myself a lot. I don't know why. I think my stuff's funny. Nobody else does. So she'll also say, you know how many times you told that joke? And I said, well, honey, I still laugh at it. And then she rolls her eyes and she walks out of the room. That happens to me a lot. Here's the thing, folks. When I started teaching and preaching about the word of God and the Lord lets me move prophetically, it just feels so good. 
I have peace when I do it. I, I get happy when I do it. It feels, I look forward to it. It feels like this is me. This is Ray. This is who I am. And whatever it is, now listen, your call doesn't have to be ministry. It can be, it can be carpentry. It can be electrician. It can be, it can be real estate, whatever it is. See, we need businessmen. We need the business world. We need carpenters, plumbers, electricians, real estate, construction workers. We need, we need lawyers. We, we need, God help me, we need politicians. We need these people. Okay, all of these can be done for the glory of God. But whatever it is that you were created to do, it's going to feel like you. You ever, um, if you listen to me, you sports people, you guys who, who play sports. I know you probably, most in America, most everybody's played some kind of sport. And I believe Max Lucado wrote about this some years ago, a thing called the, the sweet spot. I remember playing baseball and, you know, as a young man, and there would be that time when you're, you're at the plate and the pitcher just grooves a, a fastball right down the middle and you take a swing and you hit that ball in the sweet spot of that bat and you hit a line drive to center field, maybe for a single, a double, or a triple. And the ball just comes off the bat and it feels so perfect and so right and so good when you hit that sweet spot on that bat. That's your purpose. That's what it's like. Or it's like, um, yeah, I'm a golfer. I like to play golf. And there's a, there's occasion, not, not as often as I would like, when I get out my driver and I take a mighty swing. And sometimes, not all the time, but every now and then, I hit it in that sweet spot and I hit a drive right down the center of the fairway, and it feels so good. I remember uh, when I was in high school and college playing some basketball, and you would take a shot from the outside, and every now and then, you know, we would just take that outside shot, and as soon as the ball lift your, left your hand, you knew it was going in the net. We used to call it swish, and that was a sweet spot, and it felt natural, and it felt good. And it felt, it just felt so, ah, yeah. And that's what it is doing your purpose. It's, it's feeling, yeah, th this feels good. This feels, this is me. Now, there's a lot of counterfeit sweet spots out there. There's a lot of things that kind of make you feel good, but it just doesn't work out. When I was in business, when I close a big deal, I make a big commission check. I would kind of like, yeah, man, ooh, yeah, 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 but then shortly after, there would be that empty, hollow, square peg and a round hole feeling. But you see, the first thing you have to do is figure out what you're called to do. That's step one. Figure it out. What, what fits you? What, what makes you feel happy? What makes you content? Ask your friends. Ask your wife. Ask your husband. Ask your family what they think. You know, when, when do they see you most alive? What is it? Sometimes your friends, your family will see it in you before you will see it in you. You know, uh, they'll see when you just sparkle, when you shine. What is that thing? And sometimes you, you need to rewind the tape of your life. Go back in the past and think about what were you doing when you felt most alive, just felt most like you. Now, it may not be your exact purpose, but it could be symbolic of your purpose or very similar to your purpose. I remember years ago, I, I would do sales presentations at, at conventions in front of a group of people. And I would get up on stage 
to talk. And I'd be a little nervous, but once I got up to the microphone to give my my speech, I, I really I liked it. I I enjoyed it. You know, there there was a hint right there. There was something that maybe I need to pay attention to. What I was called to do was not to sell merchandise. I was called to sell the gospel of Jesus Christ. Then I remember this, just being personal here. I remember in sales, you know, you know folks, anybody who knows me long enough, I, uh, God has blessed me with a prophetic gift. I'd be talking to people, uh, maybe a husband and a wife, and it was like I could just read them. I, I knew which one was going to make the decision. I sort of it felt like I almost knew what they were thinking, which kind of gave me a real big advantage in sales, which not really what God created that gift for, but it was a hint of things to come. It was who I was, but I was not in the place I needed to be. But God finally got me there. So what floats your boat? What makes you feel alive? What what is just feels like you? What what brings you peace and happiness? There's a lot of things. You know how we, we ask kids in college, tell me what you want to do. That's a, it's a terrible question, terrible question to ask a kid because kids want to do all kinds of stuff. And, and nine times out of 10, it's nowhere close to what God called them to do. And they're just setting themselves up for failure. If you were to ask me what I wanted to do in college, Ray, tell me what you want to do. Yeah, man, I want to play guitar like Jimi Hendrix. I want to be a... a a rock and roll guitar. I, I want to be cool like Jimi Hendrix. That was my aspirations. I couldn't play. I didn't have any musical talent, but that's what I wanted to do. In other words, <laughs> you got to be careful with what you want to do. You got to be careful with your plans and purposes because <laughs> so many times they're not of God. They're, they're of you. Okay. So it's not really what you want to do. It's what you're called to do. And when what you want to do is what you're called to do, there's where you find your peace and your happiness and your contentment, okay? So the question to ask a young person is, what do you think God created you to do? Okay, all right. And well, young people tend to try out all kinds of stuff. As a matter of fact, I, I just talked a few minutes ago, I didn't finish, but the lady on YouTube was talking about sampling things. And she's saying, you know, it's a good idea just to try different things. You know, get out of your comfort zone, things you haven't done before. Maybe you'll find something that really brings you happiness and peace. You know, with me, I, I immediately I think something outdoors. I love outdoor stuff, okay? I think I'm going to try skydiving or free climbing or, no, maybe I won't do the free climbing or skydiving. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, but anyway, but try different things to see, you know, maybe you didn't know this was you till you tried it. So think about different things you can try. But you, step one, step one discover this thing that you're created to do. Discover your DNA. Discover the reason you were born. Step two, the moment you discover it, and even before you discover it, the devil doesn't want you to have this purpose. You see, Satan cannot attack God directly, so he attacks God indirectly by attacking his purpose, working through his people. Satan will attack you and try to keep you. He'll try to distract you, tempt you, get you in the wrong job, the wrong relationship, the wrong church, uh, tempt you with whatever your weaknesses are. The whole per whole reason most satanic, demonic attacks against your life have to do with keeping you away from the will of God. So you have to fight, but you have authority. Jesus said in Luke, I've given you authority over snakes and scorpions and all 
the works of the devil. These signs in Mark 16 will follow those that believe in my name. They will cast out demons, okay? Uh, in the book of James, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You know your authority. Command the devil out of your life. Pray and rebuke him. Submit to God and renounce and rebuke him. You must fight for it. The Israelites, when they got to their promised land, they still had to fight, right? You fight for it. You, you fight for it. This is my purpose. Satan, you're not going to take it from me. You're not going to distract me. You're not going to tempt me. You're not going to, you're not going to remove this from me. Amen? A little preachy there. Maybe she should pass an offering plate. Do you guys tithe anywhere lately? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Now, step one, discover it. Step two, fight for it. Step three is commit to it. It's amazing to me how many people struggle with commitment. You have to plant yourself. You have to make a commitment. I promise you, Tiger Woods is committed to golf. Michael Jordan was committed to basketball, okay? Whatever it is you're called to do, you must make a commitment. Train yourself for it. Get equipped for it. Get, get, learn all you can about it. Prepare yourself for it, okay? This is what it is. If whatever it is you're called to do, you should pour yourself into it, train yourself, commit yourself, be faithful to it, be committed to it, be steady with it. If you're faithful in this little thing, he'll make you ruler of much. You know the parable, you know the deal. I see so many people that start a job and don't finish the job. Finish the job, finish what you're committed to, commit to it. The three steps, here we go. Discover, conquer, commit. Discover, conquer, commit. If you will do those three things, if you're listening to me, this sounds simple, but it does work. If you'll do these three things, you'll find peace. You'll find happiness. You'll find contentment. You'll find abundance. Your family will be happier. Your wife or your husband will be happier. Your boss will be happier. The world will be a better place. Positive win-win-win situation. Okay? Discover it. Fight for it. Commit and settle into it. Okay, that's where you're going to find your peace and your happiness. And it's never too late. God will help you if you're in the wrong direction, the wrong place. God will help you make a U-turn. God will help you make a left turn or a right turn, whatever adjustment you need to make. God will help you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for each person listening to my voice. I thank you, Father, that you want us all, Father. You created all of us, Father, for a reason. And it's for your glory, Father. We're here to worship you and to praise you and to serve you. So, Father, everyone listening to me, show them what that means in their life, what their purpose, why you created them. Make it clear. I rebuke any spirit of confusion. I rebuke any spirit of, of, of doubt. I thank you, Father, that your voice will be clear. Your purpose will be clear. I renounce every scheme of the enemy against people listening to me now. I renounce every scheme of the enemy to hide you, keep you, hinder you, from the call of God on your life in Jesus' name. Now, I have some show notes with this show that give you a little more detail about your call. Be sure and read the notes. Please like and subscribe, download. Give me a rating, hopefully a five-star rating. Give me a rating, okay? Tell your friends about the show. I need this. We've got to get this news out to as many people as possible. Please check out my website. I'm president of International College of Ministry, a Holy Spirit-filled seminary. I love to equip people for their call. I love to equip and train people for the ministry. ICMcollege.org. 
icmcollege.org. Please check it out. My two books, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, on Amazon.com, Redeeming Your Past and Finding Your Promised Land, much about what this show is about. Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, that's a prophetic book. Redeem Your Past, Finding Your Promised Land, that's more of what we're talking about tonight, both on Amazon.com. I love you very much. Thank you for listening. This is Dr. Ray Self. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps our show reach more people and spread the gospel. You can purchase Dr. Self's latest book, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, on Amazon.com. Please visit Dr. Self's webpage at icmcollege.org for more information and free downloads.